Hey guys, it's season four of The Rosin Diaries. I hope you've been enjoying it so far and we have lots more to talk about. So today's episode, episode one, we're going to be talking about health and beauty because people ask me about this quite a bit. So um, I don't think I'm a guru on it, but I'll share it whether you want to hear it or not. (laughs) I'll share what I do. as into health and beauty more than most people or more than the average person but apparently I am and lots of people ask me about I try all different stuff and everything but um my my two things are with health and beauty is number one I like to be natural as possible um I believe that you can't you can't change nature but you can you can slow down natural's nature's progression and I like balance as well, so I like to live a balanced life. So I don't think cutting anything out of your life, just, um, you know, everything in moderation. Because, like, I'm pretty sure if you ate enough lettuce, it could kill you. <laughs> so we're going to talk about balance first of all. And I think having a balanced life is... And by the way, this is just my my opinions on this is what I do for myself and it's not judging anyone who does stuff differently but these are the things I stick to so balance is a good thing I um I am a meat eater but I don't think you know cutting down on the amount of meat you eat and the amount of red meat getting enough fruit and veg in I I don't like it if I'm a fussy eater so trying to get as much color into my diet as possible and mixing it up so I love um I use um, fit. I think it's fit on or fit up at the moment. And I use the recipes, but it's really good because it, it, it introduces me to food that I haven't tried before. Some vegan foods, but also um, various pulses and, and just and sauces and stuff. And I think it's really great to have um, a great balanced diet. Um, but in addition to that, um, with health and beauty. I like to, with external um, beauty and stuff, I like to have balance there as well. So I don't wear makeup every day. On my days where I'm not performing, on performance days, I do my makeup in the morning, spray it with a fixing spray so it just stays on all day. Because I don't, I just don't have the time to be doing my makeup all day and stuff. And um, so I do it in the morning, spray it on, and it lasts all day, which is why I very rarely wear lipstick because you have to reapply that. My makeup can last all day. I can even go swimming, go in a sauna, whatever with that makeup and it will hold with a good fixing spray. But on the days where I'm not performing, I go makeup free and that's a day where I kind of nurture my skin. Um, The same with hair. Like I do do some colouring but not a lot. I don't like to do too much heat treatments. It's just very nurturing my hair, nurturing my skin and, you know, like trying to go easy on myself. So I don't want to be... I try to, I think, hopefully, 
create an aesthetic where I don't have to maintain this low maintenance aesthetic. <laughs> you know, so, so by being more natural, you know, it's, it, I do maintain, but I mean, it's not within an inch of its life. I don't have to like get up at four in the morning, curl my hair or straighten my hair or anything. I tried to go with what nature gave me and just perhaps enhance it a little bit more. That's all I kind of do. So I'm really into that kind of balance. And then with exercise, I have tried to balance out my exercise a bit more because once upon a time, I, I've always leaned towards, I'm very flexible, I've got, I'm double jointed or, or you call it hypermobile these days. Um, so I've leaned towards things like yoga and stuff, but I've tried to balance that out. Talking to people at my gym and stuff, you know, like I should think about my cardio because it's that's for long-term health. So when you're in your youth you you don't you know you're naturally sort of fitter but as as you start to age your car you know you have more health concerns so to counteract that i do do cardio now I, i'm jogging more jogging's not great on the joints so but i do do it again with balance um but walking's supposed to be better so i walk i will jog i um i don't keep on top of my step counter or anything like that but I, I mean, a good one for walking is my dog. So on Sunday before my um, Sunday classical concert, I tried to take my dog for a huge walk. I walk my dog every day, but a huge walk, you know, an exploring walk. It's good for her mentally and physically, but it's also good for me. But on top of that, I jog a few times a week, swim. Um, but I'm definitely trying to get more. I'm conscious of cardio now where I wasn't conscious of cardio before. And then weightlifting. I used to be completely anti-weights because being a violinist, I don't want to put pressure on my arm joints or anything. But for us women, as we get older, we are more prone to things like osteoporosis, muscle wastage. So it's a good idea to do some weightlifting just a little bit to keep everything moving. So I'm more prevention rather than cure kind of person. So that's where I go on health, on fitness and health. Now, um, as I say, diet-wise, um, I'm quite lucky. I'm not. I haven't got a sweet tooth, so I think I consume low carbs and low sugar naturally. Like, because um, <laughs> we we always joke about like me at a buffet. Like, I'm very like I want to get my money's worth for a buffet. But like, one of my tips is cut the carbs out. So like, have a burger, but don't have the bun. The bun is just filling you up. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, it's not the healthiest way to live. But I think I naturally don't have to. What you know, we have to all know. What is our weakness in foods? What do we have to watch? And for me, it's never cake. It's not... I mean, I did the mince pie cooking show, and I have a mince pie, but I don't want a second or a third mince pie. You know, one's enough for me. Where I have to watch myself, I'd say the protein and the and the fats associated with protein. I mean, I my stomach never says no for ribs. Pizza, it does. But, you know, ribs, um, burger, lamb. Oh, making myself hungry. Donna kebab. Like, I love, that's one of my favourite takeouts, Donna kebab. Because you can literally, you don't have to have the carbs. You can just have the salad and the meat. You can just leave that pizza bread on the side. So I love that. But that is my weakness. I have to watch how much protein I have. Um, and it's not just the protein. It's because it's not just lean protein, is it? It's got a lot of... Um, fats running down the side of it which I do like as well so basically my um 
my levels of nutrition and beauty seem to center around um, leniency, self-love, and just but with a little bit of self-control and willpower. And that's that's kind of what I do for it. To so just watch and try to get healthier habits in, but not in a like I don't punish myself. But the only thing I'm really anti, and this is for me, not for anyone else, it's not judging other people, is invasive treatments. I've just been, I've always, I mean, I don't think, I'm, but from a young age, I, I've never thought it was perfect. I think there's imperfections on me, but I didn't want to correct those imperfections. I was more interested in learning to love those imperfections. So I didn't like my nose as a teenager, but, and then I thought about, you know, oh, maybe, you know, like every teenage girl goes through the thing, like maybe I should have a nose job, but... I just wouldn't, I couldn't, and I think the thing of invasive treatments is, my, I think I put, I don't know about perhaps a lot of self-worth in my, or who I am in my identity, I, you know, in the same way I don't really want to change my surname if I was ever to get married, or I don't know, I'm, I, I'd have an identity crisis maybe if I looked in the mirror and didn't recognise the person, so naturally I've been anti-invasive sort of invasive stuff, like nose job, boob job, anything like that. But that has moved on to now, like, anti-aging, so I'm very anti, and by the way, this could all change, I could hit 60 and go, do you know what, <laughs> but as it stands right now, I'm, I'm kind of anti-Botox, I don't like the effects it has on the face, and if it's a choice between getting wrinkles or Botox, I would choose, I prefer the aesthetic of wrinkles, again, that may change. But in addition to that, Botox is like a poison. So it's anti-everything I do because I'm into nurturing. So I find with with Botox, you have to keep it up because you're actually, it's used for rat poison, but you're putting that in your face. And so I find when the Botox wears off, you actually end up looking more wrinkly than before. So it's it's kind of counterproductive. So I'm not into Botox. Um, I'm not into any facelifts or stuff like that but I am curious about sort of natural procedures that are what I would you know, kind of consider natural so I've had um this electrical thing I can't do it now but um because of the pandemic but I used to go into South Essex College and it's like an electrical thing and they stimulate um the muscles in your face and everything and that really had a, a drastic effect on my face it's really good so it's just electrical impulses so I don't consider that invasive, but maybe people do. But it was I, I, I've had different things as well, like uh, this sucking thing, <laughs> like they hoover you, and it stimulates, um, it stops cellulite and stuff like that. But um, here's now, like, what is invasive and what's not? Because I was looking into, I was talking about actually. There's this thing called like, um, it's sort of 3d aesthetic it's normally known as 3d lipo so they can suck they get the fat out of you but what i was looking for is the aesthetic bit so they were going to do basically a full body resurface so it it just takes all these toxins out you can see people by the machines like this it's the big social media thing i stand there with this like bottle of gunk that's come out of them and so i was going to do like a course of that and what they do is they use lasers to presumably like um, freeze your fat or they like you know do your skin and whatever so I was really looking into it wasn't for fat reasons it was more for like you know like just um 
giving me a nice you know skin finish all over so I was really considering that I was, I was thinking about it for my birthday in October and then that model came out so she had something it was a different make it was like cool sculpt or something but she came out and she said that it like do, she's suing them and uh what did they call it? Uh, there was a name for it the condition but I googled it and it's called the butter um the stick of butter effect and it happens every now and again so my the one I was doing was just a laser held over you but her one they suck it was purely for fat her one and they suck the fat into the machine and then they rapidly freeze it and if it if it goes wrong then you're left with like parts of your your fat that look like a stick of butter it's been sucked into the machine and that never dawned on me for this sort of stuff that they you know when it's non-invasive you think well what could go wrong and I and I um I realized that stuff can go wrong in that non-invasive way so I decided not to get that done because it was for minor issues and I'm always of the opinion you know with all these surgical stuff or invasive stuff there's so much could go wrong and it's only a small percentage but I just like rather lift the way I am then then for that extra two percent better so I didn't do it but I'm still curious about the whole thing because I, I like I like to be pampered but I think I'll stick to the massages and stuff for now. So yeah, that's where I am on invasive treatments. But overall, I am kind of into nature and natural products. And the reason is, I think it's such nature. And, and everything that's created that's, that's false, it looks false to me. Whether it's lip injections or anything, I can tell when someone's had stuff done. And that's why I really actually in my Hollywood actresses that if they have had something done, it doesn't look like it. Michelle Pfeiffer, for example, um, Tandy Newton, um, I, I, women who probably are at age where they would be pressurized to have stuff done, but they don't look like they've had stuff done and they just look really healthy and nice. Um, but also I'm very into making my own products. So I'm into making my own face masks, my own. I mean, the greatest anti-wrinkle I can give out to you is either coconut oil or pure like this a really good quality olive oil rubbing that into my forehead um before a bath and then washing it off when i come out and any wrinkle that's starting to show goes that is amazing i'll give some tricks later on but um i'm very into creating my own natural stuff and i read this book recently um i've noticed a lot more women in lockdown like beyonce for example she's getting all into that homemade stuff and she's got beehives on the roof of her house and nature and all stuff like that but i've always been to it and i've got probably more into it for from lockdown but i was reading a book and apparently like witchcraft and women being witches that's a form of witchcraft <laughs> so today we think witches is like wearing like a black hat and on a broom and stuff but that's kind of caricature but women who were burnt at the stake they were very into natural healing and making treatments for whether it's health conditions or but it wasn't so much it wasn't so much sort of that was considered magic in the old days because anything that wasn't aligned with christianity would be magic so it's very interesting so potentially i'm a witch <laughs> So basically I'm going to go through some of my best home remedies and stuff that I buy and yeah, see, do what you will with it. So home remedies, stuff that you can do without purchasing anything, um, well perhaps a few cooking ingredients or anything. My number one um, 
anti-wrinkle do this like once a week don't do it every day because it's a little bit harsh for your skin um you get olive oil and salt in a bowl it could be like himalayan but it's got to be um crushed so don't have the rock salt it's got to be granular salt but any form of salt you want and then what you do is you get a wet flannel damp not soaking and you microwave it so it's steaming and then what you do is you get the olive oil and salt and you rub it into your forehead you massage it gently because it it leaves it red anyway so but you massage it into all your forehead and around and you do that until the um salt is kind of dissolved then put the hot flannel on there for like a minute and then redo the olive oil and salt and then you may have to reheat the flannel up you do it three times and then you wipe it all away and it just your skin is like baby soft afterwards that is anti-wrinkle it's just everything it's amazing so once a week maximum for that one because if you do any more than that you will destroy it. you you're taking off old skin but once you've taken off the old skin you're just gonna be taking off new skin so just once a week that is a big big yes for me um and then other things from the garden for example i would say this is a big one for hair actually so pick stinging nettles with gloves um i'm i'm good in the country there's loads of stinging nettles pick stinging nettles put them in a bowl and pour boiling hot water on them it makes them not sting anymore but that's nettle water um you can drink apparently it's nettle tea and everything i haven't tried that but you rinse let it cool and then when you wash your hair rinse your hair in it and that is really great for shine again you can wash your hair beer as well i don't do it because it stinks but it's good for your hair um and then also picking roses and drying them you can put those in the bath and that's very good for you rose water again and different face masks great face masks put that like yogurt is always a base for a face mask um and then with it you can put various things like rose water um honey and you can actually google so you look online your complaint bananas honey they're great for like anti-aging if you want anti-spots probably go for a bit more tea tree and stuff like that so obviously you buy the yogurt but that's really great and then also for interior there's loads of stuff you can make for tea so grow peppermint grow sage grow um nettles i haven't done that one but apparently it's good um roses and all that sort of stuff and then also other things i grow that are really great for you like this is internal eating but it's great the thing is a lot of this stuff it's better to eat than it is to put on your face because your skin can't absorb all nutrients whereas you can inside so i think beauty comes from within not just your heart but also what you ingest so tomatoes are great for collagen collagen based food is the best if you want to you know keep your skin going because it, collagen makes skin tomatoes beetroot um any like juicy kind of fruits and then if you want like fats for your skin so if it's drying out um, avocado but obviously there's a a nature um yeah you know, there's like a whole vegan thing going on there because where they're grown and everything grow your own avocados um but they are my go-to kind of vegetables. Beet I eat so much beetroot, tomatoes. Get that in your diet. Just squeeze it in where you can. So grow your own tomatoes. I wouldn't say, I don't know if tinned, I don't know if it loses its collagen. I don't know. Google that. But grow your own, make tomato soups, make tomato um, pastas, 
um, pasta sauces, freeze them all, freeze it, freeze it, freeze it, and just burn that collagen in where you can, people. Now, other stuff that's growing in my garden, a big superfood at the moment, which I'm loving because my favorite fruit of all time is cherries. Cherries are, have collagen, but they also are antioxidants. So I have a cherry tree, as you know, and next door I have a better cherry tree than me, and they say I can pick their cherries because they don't like cherries. So cherry pie, go for it. Obviously, if you're cutting down on that sugar, instead, like, just eat the cherries, cherry smoothie, cherry anything. But that is the big superfood. More the blueberry, apparently. So that's all my natural homey stuff. I'm trying to think. There's probably loads more I do, but that's that's off the top of my head. What do I do? Oh, here's another one for you non-vegans. Ghee. So ghee is the base. Um, I think in the States, you're not so into, like, Hindu, um, like... Muslim based foods and so India based food as you know Britain has a huge history with India good and bad um but one thing positive that's come out of it is the amount of Indian restaurants and Indian food that is you cannot walk like you could go down a street and there could be up to five Indian restaurants on one street and they will all be lovely we love we love sort of in particular hindu but these days as well muslim culture we just love it all in the uk we're big 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 fans from and and yes the dishes are amazing but at the heart of not necessarily all hindu dishes because some hindus are vegetarian it's quite a big thing in hindu culture but at um indian generally if they're not vegan then it will be ghee so ghee is like a form of butter I don't know if it's condensed butter. I don't know. I don't know what they do to it. It's like extra, extra, extra strong butter. It's the most tastiest butter on earth. And that, that you can tell when a dish is made with ghee because it's just absolutely amazing. Um, but so I have ghee in the fridge. Not many actually English people cook with ghee. Um, they just like going to restaurants that cook with ghee. But I have it at home because I cook a lot of um, Indian dishes myself. But ghee is a great beauty treatment. I've spoken about my, my friends who cook with ghee a lot, who are of Indian descent. When I tell them, they like, what? It's like, go and see, Google it. But they will, they will not do this. But, like, um, again, that on the forehead, that on wrinkles. Don't go out on it. A cat will lick your face. Um, but ghee, uh, treating your hair in ghee, the ends of your hair, if uh, and then washing it out so leave it on for half an hour you smell really buttery doing this so you can take the smell if you're happy to smell buttery go for the ghee i do um and also anti-wrinkle that's really good so that's all like the home remedies i understand i said you won't have to pay for but obviously you've got to buy ghee and yogurt um now stuff i buy um like purposely for beauty my big I've, I've gone through loads of different stuff. There was a time when I was really into uh, Manuka honey. You could get Manuka honey for, for beauty. So Manuka honey um, serum for your face and everything. But my big, honestly, it will change your life product. I can tell you about, and many of you listen to the podcast, know about this because I talk about it a lot, Edelweiss. So we all know Edelweiss. <laughs> the creepy song from sound of music well it turns out it was a flower and switzerland it's big in but it grows throughout the alps so italy austria all that well it turns out in switzerland edelweiss is the cure for everything so historically for hundreds of years they've used edelweiss they make edelweiss like tea i don't know if they do it now i don't go to switzerland a lot it's an unusual place for me but i've read it online 
that Edelweiss is like historically they make Edelweiss tea if you have tummy upset, if you're ill, skin conditions, spots, they will make everything out this Edelweiss. And there is a lot of like scientific data for it these days. It's the new so stems Edelweiss stem cells are what they treat everything with. And if you Google it, you know that I go to the body shop that is like the most cruelty free free place on earth to get my Edelweiss. But if you Google it online, body shops doing the cheapest Edelweiss. So the only place that are doing Edelweiss is like the body shop. Or these places that are really, really designer and like their creams are like $500 and stuff. So definitely Body Shop is a big sale on there. And you know they've got good ingredients. Well, they tell you exactly where in the Italian Alps they're getting it from. Um, and then also there's Swiss clinics, like the one that Rebel Wilson went to for her weight loss and everything. And they inject, so this is invasive treatment now, but they inject in stuff. You know, you've heard of bee sting injections or like snake venom and all that sort of stuff, they inject Edelweiss into very, very rich people's faces to because it has the stem cells of Edelweiss. It's the most re regenerative on earth, which is why it cures so much, which is why it's so good for people. So it grows up in those Alps and it has more sun on it up in the Alps because it's above the clouds than like anywhere else on earth. In addition to that, it's freezing cold all year round. So it, its natural properties are about regeneration and it's the only way it can survive is by being this magical but it's the most magical flower on earth and i recommend edelweiss i literally some of the treatments i could do i could feel my if my skin's like damaged or anything it comes off in clumps <laughs> like well not actual clumps but it's it's very like you can feel bits of skin coming off so like dry skin dead skin the only way i get that normally is by being in a steam room so i recommend edelweiss in addition to edelweiss I recommend my um skins, my face spatula. Everyone knows about face spatula. So I'm into electronic stuff, doing stuff to me that's not invasive. And I can't get my treatments at the moment. So I bought this spatula and you turn it around one way and you can scrape all the pores. Like gently, it's very, very gentle. But I can get all this dirt out of my pores. And then you turn the other way and you press another setting and it really gets the moisturizer inside your face. And then the third one tones your muscles. That's absolutely amazing. So they're my big tricks. Also, in addition to this, I'd say vitamin C. Take it in your body, but also put it on your face. And then also, what is my other? Just looking here, actually, because I've got my beauty products with me. Really into retinol. So I have a retinol booster drops. And they're at quite a high percentage. So basically, depending on what percentage you get, determines how good it is so i get quite a high percentage retinol drops but i don't put those on during the day because it's very oily and it really messes up my makeup and it won't stay on so retinol drops go with my overnight um so i i wear edelweiss throughout day and night 24 7 and then retinol goes on at night which is apparently another sort of like i don't know regenerative thing so that is hannah's beauty talk today Thank you for joining me for season four of the podcast. I hope you love to listen. Make sure you give me a follow on whatever platform you're listening on and tell your friends and family about it. Oh, also, if you love it so much, give it a review. A good one.